You are about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, one and all, to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. All I want for Christmas is Miles. Humbug, I'm Jupiter. (laughs) And welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your Sisyphean music recommendation challenge podcast. I don't remember if we still say that. uh, Frankly, the intro is different every time. We do whatever. Um, we change it up so that we'll never um get the right SEO from people. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> throw them off their rhythm. Like, like it's so funny. Like episode one of this podcast, behind the scenes, like we both like have a billion like paragraphs of notes and wrote out our intros and and outros. And I think you still have it written down, but like the intro and outro written or the intro written down anyway. I do, because last week I tried to say it and then I completely forgot it, <laughs> and I don't know why. But, like, like it was so much preparation that we did for every single episode of Art Ghost, and it was just like... Oh, yeah, like, I needed a day or something to prepare, like, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I, I like, like, uh, and, like, yeah, I would just, like have the desire of like i need to say this intro and outro perfectly if i don't say it perfectly no one will like this show (laughs) (laughs) and now i just don't like give like i like it's just it's just all fucking gravy now who gives a shit also can i just ask jupiter yeah what up humbug like um sort of like a uh a scrooge sort of figure or like what's right i was I was sort of like, I'm, I'm going to be real. In my brain, I was just like, what's a Christmas thing? What's a Christmas thing? <laughs> and so the first thing was humbug. Well, you think of like Christmas, right? And what are the things that you think of? You're very likely to think of uh, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, who I was going to call the story A Nightmare Before Christmas, but that's not what it is. <laughs> Although that is a very lit, uh, that's a very literal like it, a very little name. A Nightmare Before Christmas would actually be a perfect name for a Christmas Carol. It would be, <laughs> and it's it's fucking wild that that wasn't what happened. To be honest, God, that's genuinely very funny. Fuck me, God, I haven't watched um, <laughs> I haven't watched The Nightmare Before Christmas or The Nightmare Before Christmas in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. To be honest, I don't watch Christmas movies. Like I don't, I don't really like. Mm. I don't really care too much about Christmas. Uh, I mean, I don't really care about any holiday. I mean, this is what I, this is like what Jupiter says at the, at like every single time. Sometimes I've been getting into a thing recently of talking in the third person a tiny little bit sometimes. <laughs> Interesting. I'm not sure why. Mm. I, d- I don't agree with it. <laughs> it just happens. It just happens sometimes. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, like I, like, this is me at every holiday is just like, oh, I don't really care about this holiday. I don't really, cause like, I do like traditions. I do like events. I do like, you know, having space to like be with my family and mm. to, you know, show the people in my life that I care. But like, I don't know. Personally, like, I am a kind of person who is just like, I don't know. I, I'm not waiting for events to tell my friends that I appreciate them. Uh, or, like, get them things if I can afford it. Uh, yeah. So, to me, Christmas feels sort of just like, you know, 
Like, it, it could be any day. Yeah, I relish in the opportunity to get, like, people that I love presents. But, uh, I just, uh, it doesn't, like, the imagery isn't, like, like, none of my family's religious. The imagery's fine, but also, like, Australia's very different, like, with Christmas. The Southern Hemisphere in general. And it's just, like, yeah, it's just not it, Chief. Uh, and also, like, because I'm, like, sort of a, a pagan type, it's not really, like, Yule is, like, what's happening in the Northern Hemisphere, but down here it's Litha, and it's, like, the celebration of the summer and that sort of thing. So, like, even then, there's no similarities between the imagery. So, if Christmas really is just, like, this is an excuse for my family to eat a bunch and give me socks. <laughs> and that's about it. Also, because half my friends are Jewish, and, like, some of them celebrate Christmas and some of them don't. And it's like, meh. Yeah, like, also just, like, you know... If your holiday is just eating food and getting socks or like whatever, like that's honestly, that's, that's great. That sounds great. I'm, I'm always down to get more socks. Truly. I need more socks. That's being an adult. (laughs) Socks are great. Yeah. Socks are sick. Oh, I got some with the Goosebumps logo on it. I love it. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Uh, uh, yesterday, uh, Thea gave me a five pack of Godzilla socks that are oh, all like c- cute designs. It's just rad. I love that. That's sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, hey, everyone listening, Jupiter already knows this, but I graduated university. Yeah. Yeah. Here I have my Bachelor of Arts with my special specialization. That's the word. And that's how I'm going to say it. You didn't go to English. That You didn't get a, a Bachelor of English school, <laughs> exactly. so that's fine. No, but with a specialization in media and gender studies, which when you combine them is me overanalyzing movies. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the women? Or, or in, this, in this case, music. Yes, absolutely. Analyzing the feminist and non-feminist themes of media. Oh God! Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, also, um, Miles, I realized something, and I and I want you to realize it too. Oh shit! We made a mistake. How do we? Oh no! What? What do we do? So, so this is the um, the uh, holiday episode of Art Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles, I want you to do the math. When does this episode come out? Oh no! It's going to come out on my birthday. <laughs> So it's Miles's birthday episode, <laughs> actually, if you think about it. If you think about it, it's a Miles's birthday episode. Can we change the theme? Songs that make Miles happy on his birthday. <laughs> oh my god! Holy shit! Well, listen, it comes out tomorrow for patrons, and then it'll That's come true. out on my birthday. If if you're if you're a patron, then you can get into the holiday spirit. If you're uh, not a patron, then you can just wish Miles a happy birthday. And you better, or I'll be sad. <laughs> <laughs> you're all invited to my birthday party. Aw, good. Uh, so, Miles. Sorry, too, but uh, today on this episode of Artificial Ghost Radio. Uh, we are talking about non-traditional holiday songs. Yeah. And so what I meant by that was, you know, like you have your jingle bellsies, you have your, I'm, I just literally blanked on any other Christmas song. Um, the one where he's dashing through the snow. Uh Uh-huh. That's two of them. Um, Yeah. um. (laughs) You know what, you know what the fucked up thing is? You what? Is that they came, They were like, Jingle Bells, got it, 100%. And then a couple of years later, it was just like, all right, the, kid, the kids are going to want a new spin on this. Let's do Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> I know. Jingle Bell Rock, what a, what a strange fucking decision. <laughs> what a ma- imagine if just like every time that there was a new popular genre of music, there was a new version of Jingle Bells. Uh, you know, you get you get jingle bells, pop punk. You get jingle bells, uh, uh, hip hop, hyper pop. Jingle bells, hyper pop. Absolutely, yeah. I would kill for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's I just uh, just wild, just wild to me. 
Do you know the Australian version of Dashing Through the Snow, by the way? I don't. Oh, I'm trying to remember all of it because it's been a while. It's like dashing down the road in a two-door Holden ute. <laughs> it's like <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, so, Miles, though, mm. I, I am very curious as to your non-traditional uh, I almost said Halloween for some reason. Non-traditional holiday song. Uh, so the lyrics to the I'll get to it. This <laughs> okay. I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep a podcast going. You know. Yeah. No, one of ahead. the lines is Christmas in Australia <laughs> on a scorching summer's day. So that's just. It's a. It's a vibe. I believe it's like engines getting hot. We dodge the kangaroos. It's just a lot of anyway. So my non-traditional. So, so it's so it's like engines getting hot. We're dodging kangaroos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got it. Okay, interesting. So, what's your song? Yeah, so my song. Uh, I had a couple different ones floating around, um, and I might talk about it afterwards because uh, I don't know. Like, it's an interesting genre. There aren't a lot of good ones, I will say. And the one that I picked, I don't think it's going to be your favorite. I don't know. It's not like your typical genre that I think you, Jupiter, would enjoy. Um, but maybe. Um, but it's a really, like, it's a nice song. And I like the, like, sentiment behind it because it feels very, like, what my Christmas is to me. Um, so the song that I picked is Home Alone 2 by The Staves. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already glad. <laughs> Uh, I, I love the I love the thumbnail because it is like as as traditional Christmas as you can get, and I imagine that it's not gonna get that way in a second. Uh, you would be um, listen. You're not wrong. You're not correct. It's a somber song. It's just weird. <laughs> it's we'll get into it. We'll get into okay. it. Okay, interesting. Let's let, yeah. Let's give it a listen. I'm very curious about this. And I saw you. Seems you're having so much fun And it's okay You don't belong to me And how I hate this time of year It's dark and it's cold And I feel I'm getting older And I wonder Are you So, what'd you think? I actually, I really liked that. I, uh, I, I really like it. It does. It like it really captures like this really like brilliant like yeah somber energy. Like I really like um uh like the whole vibe of it is just like last year you know we spent Christmas together, mm. but but now uh you know we're we're no longer together and. Home Alone, the movie, used to be like a, a yearly watch for us, but now I'm watching it on my own and I'm wondering if you are as well. Mm. And that's, that's all, it's very somber and very beautiful and like, like very human in a, in a way that like is immediately very recognizable. And also I do love that it's, it's, are, are you watching Home Alone too? Because, <laughs> uh, it's, it's T-O-O. But given the context of the song, the brutal answer would be, yeah, I loved him, Curry. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, in the first chorus, the lines are, are you watching Home Alone 2, as in T-O-O, and then, are you watching Home Alone 2, 2? <laughs> like, are you, hey, I just wanted to know, are you watching Home Alone and then also the sequel, Home Alone 2, <laughs> in one night? I just want to know. How deep... <laughs> How deep into the Home Alone franchise are you getting tonight? Like I'm, like I'm getting pretty deep. Like I'm, I'm get, I'm going past Kevin McAllister years. Oh, like, and that's a rough period. <laughs> it's a rough period, but I'm, I'm in a rough mood, as you can tell. I am drunk dialing you. This is a I voicemail. Am, I'm wine drunk. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's why I really like this song, because it is, like, it's a Christmas song. It's, like, around the time. But even more than that, it's very much, like, it captures the loneliness of winter and, like, isolationist sort of positions. Um, the Staves are a British band, so they're also, like, they're in the Northern Hemisphere. It's very cold out. And uh, I love the what this gave me and why I really liked it was because... 
when you're like a kid or even as an adult, like sometimes you'll let into other families on like during the holidays and you'll let into their traditions or their habits. Like it's a very intimate experience to be like, hey, we always watch fucking Die Hard or whatever on Christmas Eve. Right. Which can I say sounds like a nightmare. It is a bit of a nightmare. Listen, if you're not in the joke, it's a bit god um but it is like uh and and it's like being let into that intimacy to like be part of a family because it's a family tradition and you're part of the family at that point and then to um be at the point where this song is made where you're no longer part of that family or with that person and you still have this lingering like am i allowed to claim this tradition anymore even if like i really like right. it like is it am i allowed to even if it's totally fine it's totally permissible but you stop because it's not technically yours to own. Um, and there's a trepidation there. Yeah. And uh, uh, especially with the context of this song being like the Christmas immediately after the last time that you were together. Yeah. And when you broke up around Christmas, like that's right. rough. <laughs> yeah. Rough stuff. Rough stuff, buddy. That's... <laughs> Me getting a wall of text. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> That's some rough shit I'm not going to read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, this this song is, is this like, you're right. This isn't necessarily the so- sort of song that I would ever like listen to on my own time. Because um, I don't chase sad music, really. Yeah. And you know that. Yeah. But like, it is like sort of beautiful in a way Mm. like not necessarily the story but like the way it's being told yeah it's uh it is very like tender and like it's not accusatory it's just like fuck (laughs) fuck man yeah (laughs) it's like it really is like the that that's rough (laughs) of christmas songs and and the staves like they sing it like in a really beautiful like you know they harmonize and it's a very melodical beautiful way that they sing songs um and again i do just love that album cover uh it's what i based our um art on i think in the first year of art ghost when we had our little um holiday special i based it on this album right back back when for some reason we were like yeah hey miles make art for every episode (laughs) a lot um but i loved doing uh that picture because it was very cheesy very (laughs) merry christmas <laughs> from the ghosties. Uh every I, I love every single piece that you created for our episodes back then. It was a stupid idea though. Thank you, Jupiter. It was yeah, it's just a lot of work. Well also because we were doing it weekly, so it's like oh, that's a lot. Yeah, God. Anyway. Anyway, that's my song. It's a good song. Yeah. Uh I was debating a couple other ones, but uh I like this one because it is uh the other ones I was thinking of was uh Zat You Santa Claus. Um, which is great because it's just being afraid of Santa. Um, and then, uh, a Ella Fitzgerald song because I like the sort of, um, even though jazz isn't like a Christmas genre, every family seems to play jazz during the holidays. And I thought that right. was great. I, I'm not, I'm not sure why, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So now Miles. Yes, Jupiter. You know, I, I definitely think, you know, this definitely fits, you know, that's a, that, that is very much a non-traditional holiday song. Uh, but you know what? It's, it's still, you know, it's still beholden to the identity of Christmas <laughs> in a way that my song, while it is about Christmas, transcends. Okay. And, You were saying not too long ago how much you would kill for Jingle Bell Hyperpop. And did you know that 100 Gex put out a Christmas song? No! Fuck me! This is a curse! Yeah, so... so, uh, did you did you know that the song is called Sympathy for the Grinch? Oh, I love that. Oh my god. It's very good. It's also um uh, I will I will go ahead and, and uh spoil it for you, but it is I would say closer in style to like Stupid Horse than 
some of their other stuff, so it's got more of that like ska influence. Oh, I I like Stupid Horse though. I I do like Stupid Horse. I think that I talked shit on Stupid Horse before on this podcast, but I do like it. It was my first Gek song. Also, every time I say <laughs> Stupid Horse is a ska song, my friend Shanae says no, it isn't, and I say yes, it is, and we argue about it <laughs> frequently. <laughs> I I wouldn't call it a traditional ska song. I would say in the way that hyperpop sort of absorbs all genres, it is, you know, it's adjacent. Yeah, it's a mixture. It's it's close. Uh so they did put out a uh, a not a music video but a visualizer uh-huh. which uh just going by the thumbnail appears to be uh Laura Less uh, cha- uh, walking around in a circle as as Dylan Brady is also driving around in that circle. Mm-hmm. I, ca- I we're gonna watch the visualizer because I gotta know what this is about. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, uh, let's. Hey, Miles. Hey, Jupiter. Let's let's listen to "Sympathy for the Grinch." Hell yes, because I do have sympathy for the Grinch. I do, unless it's Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch. No, no, we we defy him. He's watching TV, he doesn't see me. Go and get the bag out of the sleigh. Elves in the kitchen, her the ignition. Think it's time we make our getaway. Chains on the tires, he's right behind us. Screaming because we stole his magic bag. Boots full of levy, gas in the shabby. 150 miles on the dash. So, so, what'd you think? I mean, yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's pretty fucking short, to be honest. It feels shorter than than it even is. Yeah, it's only two minutes long. It it does feel shorter than that. Uh, but uh, yeah, this song just fucking slaps. It just slaps. It's just good. This song is uh, honestly, I think, like at least conceptually, it's one of my. It's like maybe my favorite Gek song. Like, like Santa is portrayed as being benevolent, who gives toys to all children. But the truth of the matter is, is that there are a lot of people who simply don't get a whole lot of gifts or any gifts on Christmas. Uh, and in fact, those could be, you know, mapped onto certain social groups. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel I've been I'm sort of getting a lot of sentiment recently of just like trans people who are like, hey, I don't fucking like I don't get shit for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Santa's never been Santa's never been there for me. I mean, the holidays can be like a traumatizing time for trans people also. Yeah. Yeah. And I do fucking love the energy of this song of being like, Santa never gets me shit. Uh, I'm following the rules. I'm, uh, I'm good all year. I'm, you know, doing my best and I'm not getting rewarded for it. So fuck it. I'm just going to go to the North Pole. I'm going to steal his fucking magic sack and. Me and all my friends are going to get whatever we've always wanted. Yeah, I love it. It's very, um, like, you know, if I'm not going to, like, if I've been like, preventing, I've, if I've been prevented from being myself for this long, and I'm not going to be rewarded for trying to, like, sort of conform, then fuck it. <laughs> like, right. Time to go ape shit, bitch. Like, you're not going to love me anyway. Fuck it. Yeah, uh, I, I fucking love the the fucking hook. I've mm. been good for way too long. Gonna get the shit I want. I'm just a big fan of this. Of just like, like truthfully, right? You know, Santa is like a a a, a character that is supposed to represent all the good in the world or whatever. He's also a an influential white man. <laughs> Yeah. Who is the representation of, like, the core values of capitalism. Yeah. You know, and I'm not here to bash on Santa and, like, I'm not here to bash on Christmas either. Like, you know, I feel like eventually we'll have to roll back holidays and, uh, you know, as social and societal changes start happening uh, and 
more revolutionary policies and and like or just like full dismantling of of governments and structures like once we're past that point uh, uh we'll have to like think about the traditions that we have uh and like why we have them and are they really useful and what do we get out of them at their core that like can still be harvested in a new form and what can be left behind um thanksgiving yeah. can go fuck itself obviously Mm, truly and uh, like thanksgiving is the first one to go like for sure like uh, but but that's the conversation for a different time that i've definitely had before yeah the idea of just like you know what like christmas isn't necessarily a happy time for everyone uh and just being like fuck it i don't need some fucking dude from the North Pole to make the decision that I am worthy or unworthy of having shit. We're all dying. We all, like, want to, like, have a good time and, like, savor the moments we can. Just give me the shit that I want and let's just fuck, let's say fuck it. Like, give me a goddamn Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, uh, uh Christmas is one of the things where, like, it's sort of pillars of our identity are, I guess, like, gift-giving or, like, generosity or something like that, being humble. But other holidays around the same time are much more, like, instilled in its very core is the literal idea of, like, togetherness, family, giving, uh, being, like, forgiven in the new year, about progression – uh, and all about that sort of stuff. But, and people make up those values for Christmas, but it's not actually what Christmas is about. And we really need to like reconsider shit. And like, again, if you're going to make it about fucking capitalism and, but like just marketing shit, then fuck it. Lean into it. Don't pretend it's something that it isn't. Yeah. Can we, can we just admit that, that, you know, people, say that santa was invented for coke commercials and that's not actually true but santa was created to undermine labor yeah uh and like teach people or at least like diffuse the idea in children that like labor has value right and like having having conversations about labor because uh, a, when you're a parent, you don't really talk to your kid about your job very often, usually. And B, the idea of Santa is, you know, ignores the idea that the parents have to work hard or, you know, extra hard to, uh, to make that shit happen. And, um, you know, I feel like if we're like honest with our kids about where shit comes from, they will have a more conscientious view of, labor and and social shit in general yeah i mean the whole idea of like the invention of santa is this whole idea of if you're good then you'll get things and that's just a way of controlling children and making them like you know behave which in some circumstances can be good but also is again like you were saying not teaching them the value of like hey i love you my child and i'm giving you a gift because i love you and it's part of the holidays and you're going to be here with your family and that's the important thing you shouldn't teach them to like fear and all-seeing being you should teach them respect right uh, that absolutely and like also like like Okay, getting rid of metaphor for a second and going full literal. Mm. Why are we trusting this one man to decide what all actions are weighted on moral value? Oh, because Santa is God, of course. <laughs> I I get, you know, people want to like want kids to believe that there is magic in the world. I feel like there are d- different and better ways to do that that are lasting and that can like, you know, stay harbored within someone uh, uh, for the rest of their life that isn't just, you know, Santa. I feel like we can ditch Santa. I feel like the idea of Santa Claus uh, is not useful for modern day society. If we're gonna, if the point is for kids to believe that there's magic in the world, then why are we setting them up for the biggest betrayal that they will ever have? Yeah, why are we lying? Everyone stop lying to children. 
it's it's just so strange and i and i i know there are a lot of santa defenders out there and you know i'm not gonna get into an argument with you and super don't at me on twitter because i do not care but like i don't know apparently i'm just gonna try and ruin every holiday every time that we have a holiday episode (laughs) Uh, we're we're two grinches baby and i love it like 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 i'm all about you know the emotional stuff i'm all about you know connections you know i think there's a lot of value to these holidays in like what they are practically used for just the symbology and the like the systems around them are flawed and fucked mm. um and that's 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 the vibe but like you know I will say also to <laughs> to anyone that is like, oh, these people hate Christmas, which is fine. I don't, but it's fine. Listen, I will never hate any holiday as much as I hate Easter. <laughs> so <laughs> rest assured that nothing oh, for will sure. be and as I'll- bad as Easter. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> I'll still say, uh, in terms of holiday tier list, like Christmas is still like near the top for me. Oh yeah. Like in my mind. American holidays don't get above a C tier, no. but uh, Christmas is still up there. You know, it's still it's still pretty good. Uh, and like, I've got my own family traditions that that you know I really enjoy. We make fucking like delicious Cuban food on Christmas. Hell yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I I got away from the song a lot. <laughs> That's all right. Do we want to maybe take a little bit of a breather and come back? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I the last thing I will say on the song is that the the visualizer is very cute. <laughs> it is. I loved it. Yeah, it it is. It's legitimately Laura Less chasing after uh, 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 Dylan Brady in a car, mm-hmm. uh, and it's so cute because they like are like playing they like there's a part like they're chasing around for a while and then laura is just like you can you can see like with her body language and everything she's just like fuck this i'm not i can't run anymore yeah and they like end up doing a a very cute thing where like like dylan brings the car up and laura pretends to like punch and fight it and dylan like reverses the car as if it's like flinching it's really cute it's just it's just very cute it's a very cute little video uh and that's the last thing that i have to say on sympathy for the grinch it's a good song it is go listen to it go listen to it uh, yeah let's take a break <laughs> let's take a little relaxation meditation break yeah let's let's head into the spa the, the sauna into the day spa <laughs> One, two, three, let's go. All right. Hey, Jupiter. Yes, Miles? I have a game. Oh, geez. Okay. It's going to be another round of song association, baby. Oh, no. But it's going to be a little bit holiday-ish. No. I'm going to be so much worse at this. I will say, I will, like, you know, you're allowed to do, I will say, you get one use of a Christmas song <laughs> as a uh, a jumping off point. Okay, so uh, so for those who might be listening to this episode for the first time, the uh, a show for the first time, I should say, um, this is a game that we play sometimes where Miles says a word, and then I have to, within a time limit think of a song that has that word in the lyrics and like say the lyrics out loud yeah and are you telling me that you're gonna give me like holiday words but i'm only gonna be able to say a christmas song once yeah it's uh this is hard mode baby (laughs) that sucks that sucks miles that sucks Listen, I will say you can get half a point if you have to use a Christmas song after the initial use of the the Christmas save. Yeah, I, you don't you don't need to give me your pity points. I'll play your <laughs> fucking rules. All right, so I have five words. You will have fifteen seconds for each word given. Jupiter, are you ready? 
I mean, how ready can I possibly be? Great question. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Your first word is bell. Mm, I mean, oof, I mean, I'm just going to have to go with jingle bells to give me so- my, uh, my easy point. I'm just going to do an easy point there and just say jingle bells. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. If you want to be, if you want to be extremely specific, jingle bell rock would also work. <laughs> oh, so specifically you're doing jingle bell rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, specifically doing jingle bell rock because it says bell singular. It does. Oh, yeah. Good point. All right. Your next word, I think possibly might have been used previously, but I think it's really funny because it you immediately forget every song. Your next word is you. Uh... And time. There's like five songs that were on the tip of my tongue and none of them I could get there. I just had to think about it because I was thinking of a song that was actually like your, not just you. I was like, oh shit. But that is time, I'm afraid. You make me feel like a natural woman. That's not how, that's not how this, <laughs> That this, was this, not this, the tune, but I get the sentiment. That's not the tune at all. But your next word, Jupiter, are mm-hmm. you ready? Yeah, sure. Is snow. Okay, interesting. And that's time. God, that one's fucking hard. Yeah. What's a non-Christmas song that has snow in it? Oh, um, uh, White Water, uh, White Winter Hymnal by Fleet Foxes. Fuck you. I would, I would never would have gotten there. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Never heard that song in my life. Uh, it's like the yeah. Nah, you you might know it if you heard it. Mm, maybe. Okay, your second last word, Jupiter. Oh no, I'm doing so bad. Okay. Is joy. Joy. Joy, 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 joy. Is joy to the world technically a Christmas song? I don't know. And that's time. <laughs> I don't think jo- I don't think joy jo- to the world. I don't think Oh no, it's it's about Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's about his Jesus. Birthday? I don't know if that's Christmas. I don't think that's Christmas. Let me fucking let me Google it. <laughs> okay. Now now we're now we're finding out. Does Jupiter get a point? Yeah. I mean when I Google Joy to the World, it does come up Christmas song, but But like, is it actually about Christmas? Joy to the World is a popular think- Christmas carol with words by Isaac Watts. So yes. Uh, but I don't think that it's about Christmas, even if it's a Christmas song. Uh, I guess they conflate. If, if it's Jesus' it's Christmas. Yeah, all right, fine, fine. All right, are you ready for your last word? I mean, I guess so, yeah, sure. Well, considering your last word was joy, your last last word is Ray. Oh my God. I can't even think. I wasn't even thinking of a song. That was just too funny. Oh, I'm glad. (laughs) I ruined the game because it was funny. I can't fucking believe you. (laughs) Uh, Well, I think I got one point. You did. On my... uh, I got one point on the first one, on the easiest one. (laughs) I think this is the worst that I've done so far. Mm, yeah, probably. I don't think I've gotten a zero. No, it's harder when um you like when it's a specific like when they're holiday words. It's harder. Yeah, yeah, that was mean. <laughs> I, oh, I'm I, sorry. I did love it. I okay. did love it and have fun. Well, I'm glad. And I and I do want you to keep doing it, but that was mean. Mm. <laughs> Well, thank you for playing Song Association. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, I guess. (laughs) God damn it. The only Ray song I could think of was a song called Worried About Ray by the Hoosiers. (laughs) By Hoosier. (laughs) I could think of several artists named Ray. Oh, yeah. But not a lot of songs. Mm. Like, is there a, like, there's, if there's a Ray Charles song where he says his own name. <laughs> hey, everyone, I'm Ray Charles. <laughs> yeah, hey, it counts. 
I'm Ray Charles. Here's my here's my song. I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, this is it's already started. Actually, these are all part of the lyrics, and I, you know, I just really hope that you enjoy it. Oh God! All right. Oh, Jesus Christ! Hey, 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 Miles. Hey, Jupiter. Do you want to spin the wheel? I really do. I really want to spin the fucking wheel. You want to spin the f- fucking wheel? The f- King wheel. The fucking I, I, like like I'm like I'm like terrified of of wheel. Like fucking wheel. Let Shaggy say fuck. Like Scoob. I'm allowed to say fuck now. <laughs> they let me say fuck now. Oh, that's a terrible Shaggy. God damn it. We and the award for the world's worst Shaggy impressions go to Jupiter and Miles. <laughs> like Zoinks, dude. <laughs> this is what Shaggy sounds like. <laughs> It also sounds like JFK from Glow Night. Scoob, let's get in the van. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> what in tarnation? I could really go for a Scooby snack. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for. I'm. Uh, I'm. I want to make a formal apology to Matthew Lillard. Truly. Well, Miles, you better. You better spin it. I am going to spin it. You better. Have spun it. I don't know why I'm doing this bit. <laughs> okay. What'd you get? What'd you get? The song I got, the song that I got, ooh baby, is Runs in the Family by Amanda Palmer. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. I always, I'm re- I realize that I always say, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, I always like. Oh, yes, that song that I know. <laughs> yeah, when I say it like that, know that it means that I have not heard of this song. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Listen. Oh, wow. wow. Wow, what a song. You've brought it. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. God. Like fuck. <laughs> like <Scoop>. fuck. <laughs> I don't like us. <laughs> I love us. Okay. <laughs> Look, <All right. laughs> if we weren't like this, then who would be? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not sure that's a good thing. Hang on. <laughs> I, I, you know what, Miles? I think it is. I think it is. I well, think it is. I think we should be proud of ourselves for a very good shaggy bit. <laughs> for our very good shaggy bits. <laughs> I think we should be very proud for our impeccable shaggy impressions. And I'm you know, sure we've think, talked you know, about we'll... this, but which in the Scooby Gang are you? Oh, I'm not. Okay, I'm not just saying this as a joke about being trans. <laughs> With that, keep keeping gender out of it for a yes. second. Yes. I definitely used to identify more with Shaggy, but now I identify more with Daphne. That makes complete sense to me. (laughs) Mostly because, like, I used to be, like, fairly, um, I I would say pretty cowardly, you know, tall, lanky, goofy. I'm still tall, lanky, and goofy, but- Smokes weed. The weed thing, for sure. People would make jokes about that. Mm. Um, But now, like- now I just think about like how hard Daphne works and how hard she like has to continually work uh to accomplish her goals within, you know, the Scooby Gang and outside of the Scooby Gang, right? Like whenever there are stories about uh about the the Scooby Gang breaking up, uh they usually like show how well Daphne is doing. Yeah. And like yeah, I don't know. Daphne is just like a very like hard worker and uh and like her attitude about the monsters I also like very much uh, appreciate of just like I'm not really scared of them, but also I recognize the danger. Yeah, also I love that she's like a fun like journalist. I love that she's very much like yeah. getting into like the researching like hard hitting shit vibes. Love that. Mm-hmm. Very much vibe with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, so so I think yeah. Now nowadays I'm definitely more of a Daphne. Hell yeah. I'm Scooby for anyone wondering. <laughs>
Are you sure? Are you sure you're not Fred? I didn't think I'm sexy enough to be Fred. <laughs> I well, okay. Now, first off, Miles, you are inaccurate because because you are, in fact, I would say sexier than Fred. Mm. You always say mm, but mm. I'm always right. <laughs> And that's why you're Daphne. <laughs> and that's why I'm Daphne. <laughs> God. Let's listen to this fucking song. Yeah, let's do it. you think i really liked it i really liked it quite a lot i i really like i'm a big fan of songs that sound like they're falling apart at the screws yeah (laughs) this is a manic song like this song sounds like a boiler in your in your basement that is rattling and like you can tell that uh, that all of the like bolts are coming loose and it's gonna become a problem really really soon. Yeah. But you don't know how to fix it. <laughs> yeah, truly, it's uh like the way that she sings very like there's no pause. It's all very like like breathing in and out at the same time as singing and like getting caught up in your words and like just yelling and like. It's like a fucking clock that's trying to fall apart with all the cogs falling out of it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, it's, it's so fucking, like, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's like, something about this song really, like, you know, it's got that, like, mechanical falling apart vibe to it, which I really just, I, I love that in songs, just mm. generally. Yeah. Um. Like, like for sure, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be listening to this song more once we're done recording. Yeah. But, uh, I feel like it also like thematically, like, you know, based off just my first listen, like has this like cyclical vibe to it of just like family dysfunction, right? Of just like the shit that affects you that you do in your life the behaviors that you have, the tendencies that you have are in a lot of ways uh, created and influenced by your family. And, you know, like it's the whole like environmental learning shit. Mm. And when you are in a dysfunctional family growing up, like family events start to just sort of feel like, like, yeah, like that walking in on a basement boiler that's about to explode sort of vibes of just like every constantly being battered by shit. Yeah. Uh, Christmas is at my grandma, grandma's house were not great, mm. as you can maybe tell. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know, just like this, like, cyclical nature of just like you can see the problems repeating in your family that also are within yourself yeah and like working to overcome that is a is a really like painful effort yeah yeah what i like about this song is exactly what you're saying and and additionally it's very much to me at least like I am, like, the first in my family to go to the doctors and talk about what's wrong with me, and even though they Mm -hmm. are genetic conditions, uh, but people don't talk about it because either it's taboo or they didn't know or anything else because, again, like, health and mental health and physical health and everything has been very taboo to talk about, even within families, but it's stuff that's very important to know, and um, it's very clear, like, in this song, it seems very much like she has a very stubborn family that doesn't talk about things um and she even says later on it's like well like i would love you to meet my family they're really good people but don't get too close because you'll get caught up in all this shit like you're gonna have a bad time if you stay here for too long yeah like um like like walking into a dryer (laughs) 
<laughs> and and like you know it starts off and it's like you know you're being like sw- swept around but it's like linens so you know it's it's kind of weird but it's like not uncomfortable but then slowly and slowly some the somebody just keeps adding rocks yeah to the wash to the to the dryer and it's just like oh fuck now i have to dodge these do i still like the linens what's happening mm-hmm. i would say my my favorite bit of this song is is like the ending is like from like verse 5 to like the second bridge like uh where she says like running is something that we've always done and i can't even tell what i'm running from and then when she just like does this like long bit of like run from the pity and run from responsibility run from the country and run from the city and like running from everything and like no solution to it is just like all like i have like a manic thing with me like i have like some sort of like uh, manic depression or something where like i can't get better in any environment or situation because no one has told me what would be good for me and it's it's a lot to take in it's a i don't know a lot about amanda palmer apart from that she used to be in the dresden dolls which is more of like a steampunky band um and very like uh i don't know like 1920s kind of and uh she i think recently separated from neil gaiman i think that's all i really know about her but i really like this song it's really fabulous yeah, the, the the song is is extremely rad. Um, and I do also want to say, right? Mm. You know, I I talked a lot about like the family shit being like a painful experience to go through, and like a lot of effort mm. to go through. Uh, in in like repairing um that sort of like not even like because obviously like you know if if somebody in your family is being like manipulative or abusive Mm -hmm. like that's a different story but if fucking they deserve no respect cut cut them the fuck out yeah like absolutely not but in terms of just like the the mental struggles and like yeah like like you were saying miles of just like uh neurodivergency and disability and illness are things that can and are very much genetic mm-hmm. but you know if you put in the work you can figure it out and you can overcome it and you know you like it's a weird situation to be like i'm diagnosed i know what's going on but if i tell like if i try and insinuate that about other people in my family who i know share symptoms with me it could get weird and awkward and they might reject that entirely because they've gone their whole life without you know thinking about that Mm. um and it's it's a process it's not impossible and you just have to work within your own comfort zone and you know i mean shit you understand your family better than any anyone else would yeah but it's true and it's and no matter what age you are it is always worth it to be able to talk to someone figure out what's going on if it's a thing where it's like oh you might need treatment to get better from like a physical standpoint or something even if it's just like from a point of understanding what's happening like even if it like it it, it doesn't have to affect your life in a dangerous way for it to be important to know about and it is true that like people think that like oh i'm already 70 there's no point there's always a point right but like yeah even even just like even if you're not getting active treatment because like to be honest like a lot of stuff you know might not actually need active treatment if you don't want it Mm. but just like knowing about it and talking about it openly in your family and just like in general also you know so that more people are aware and more people can like have the conversation and like understand a little bit something about themselves maybe Mm. yeah because people still have like a it feels like a dirty word like oh you can't say that you can't accuse someone of doing like having that or being that even though it's completely normal and fine. Right, right. Like, you know, pick your battles. Just pick your fucking battles. Yeah. You know, it's, it, and, and most importantly, you know, focus on you. You know, you, you are not your family. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, um, this is a, this is a weird episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's the holidays. You gotta talk about it. Yeah. This, this, I feel like this episode has like a stronger emotional core than, 
than most of our episodes do. Mm. Not not all, but most. Hmm. I would say so. Um, but yeah, let's 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 wrap it up, eh? Yeah. Hey, final note: look after yourself these holidays. Make sure you take a breather if you need to. If your family is for some reason doing a gathering, uh, just God, God Almighty in heaven. <laughs> yeah, for the love of God, like stay home. You do. You stay home. Watch Home Alone, baby. Watch Home Alone. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's it's still pretty fun yeah um so yeah a, a a couple of things uh the main one is that this is the last episode of the year it's going out on the 27th or the 20th uh 20th ish i'll say it's I, more likely to go on 21st or 22nd to be honest mm-hmm. i i know that i that the patreon says you get episodes a week early uh, and i'm gonna try and get on top of that but in terms of like our actual recording schedule like we need to we need to get on top of that more mm. but they go out as early as i can manage them so we won't have a new episode for the patrons out on the 3rd of january uh because of the holiday break uh so the full episode will go out on the 10th and then after that we'll we'll be back up on patreon uh, uh and the next like patreon early episode will go out on the 17th uh it's sort of a weird thing with the bi-weekly um and just like how we've scheduled out this month not really thinking about it uh so i think that's the best way for us to to do this uh and uh, and and have it be good so uh for for regular listeners the viewing schedule will not actually be interrupted uh for but for patreons it'll uh it'll be you know like we'll just skip a week basically um cool that sound good for everybody no one can react yeah <laughs> everyone's uh give a thumbs up or thumbs down to their phone screen <laughs> we'll see it yeah we'll see it uh hey miles hey jupiter um so we have a five star review <gasps> oh but, my oh. but oh. it's not on itunes Fuck. oh what <laughs> Wait, where is it? Uh, so I'm I'm doing a new thing with my podcasts where I'm tracking down reviews that have been left on other websites uh, for us to read out because I think it's fun and there's a lot of places where people are leaving reviews that aren't iTunes that are still like helpful and very supportive and uh, also easier for people to do than than doing iTunes reviews. Mm-hmm. So you can leave a review. Anywhere on the internet that podcasts go, I'm not going to search around literally every website. There's but a lot of podcatchers. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to like the major ones uh, and you know search around and find your reviews, and we'll read them out on the show. Uh, so the review that I have tonight for you, Miles, oh baby, is is from Podcast Addict. Uh, and it is a five-star review by Lolel that was uh, written on October 29th, 2020. <laughs> nice. So, fairly recent, but a little bit ago. Uh, and they write, uh, Can't review you on iTunes right now, but thank you for being gay and cool and encouraging me to be more outwardly gay and cool. <gasps> love you. That is so inspiring. <laughs> I love Aww, that. I'm so proud of you. I am so proud of you. Being more more truly yourself out there. And I'm I'm glad that we could we could encourage you to do so. You always had it within you. You always had it within you. It was in you the whole time. We're we're the we're the people at the end of the baseball movie who was who's just like, Wow, did did Satan let me hit that ball really good? No, it was within you all along. <laughs> I don't think a lot of baseball movies are about Satan. It sh- they should be, though. You just really hooked me. But, you know, my whole, like, existence of being gender non-conforming is so people can feel more comfortable being out and proud. And I want to be that beacon of, like, I'm not feeling comfortable in this social situation, but that person is very obviously queer, so I can feel comfortable talking to that person if I need to. Yeah. So I'm glad that us being, like, weird trans commies <laughs> is inspiring. It's, it's, something is a very much occurring to me right now, mm-hmm. that, like, the two of us are both binary trans people who are very gender non-conforming. Yeah. 
<laughs> we, um, yeah. I would love if we were, you know, that, um, the picture of the guy with the pitchfork, you know, the painting. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that yeah, Americana yeah, yeah. The, or whatever. The Norman Rockwell bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking Southern Gothic bullshit. I would love that as us. Just being like completely defying the expectations. That'd be great. <laughs> I do love it. I do love it, actually. If, even if we're binary trans people, we are queer before we are trans. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, honestly, like, like, truth, truth, I identify as a lesbian first. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Like, I'm not, I don't really, I just don't really think about being trans that much. I am, I'm a gay man in the way that there are non-binary lesbians. I'm like a non-binary gay man. <laughs> it's very weird to describe, but that's it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But like, you know, no one can look at me and be like, oh, they're <laughs> not, they're not gender at all. God. Like, like, I reek of gender. I smack of gender. You know, fucking me going out, titties, beard, long hair, like no no straight cishet. Straight cishet? Straight cishet? That's a new dimension. Oh my god. Three-dimensional cis-normativity. Cishets have no idea what to do with me in public. And not that I go out in public very often, even outside of what's going on, but mm. still. Um, but yeah, like just being like so visible, like, like I am so visibly trans that like I feel like I'm beyond ma- like making jokes about because what jokes do you make? Yeah. Maybe I am the joke. What what do fucking right wing trolls have to say? <laughs> it's that's us talking about that song I bought like uh maybe last episode or the episode before that the Moss Dozer song of like yeah what are you gonna say to me bitch I know I'm a clown <laughs> you think you're making fun of me as if I don't know yeah for real for real like it's always the stupidest thing to me of just like. I don't get fucking, like, I don't get mocking somebody, like, just generally as, like, you know, because, like, shame is something that can be used productively, Mm. you know, in in terms of, like, you know, making the changes that you want to see in the world happen. Like, you know, leftists use shame as 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 an effective tool as as much as like right wingers try and use it mm. but mocking as a tactic i think is stupid and doesn't work because people know their own shit and like i know that like the goal is to make people feel insecure but what are you doing by being like here's a literal observable fact about you yeah ah! it's like uh, i get it <laughs> like oh man I guess I am. Like, you're fat. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I know that when I buy clothing, it is an uh, extra lot. Like, I get it. Like, I'm not, oh my God, I just woke up in this body like a Freaky Friday situation. <laughs> like, Everyone just has their own bodies, their own shit ha- going on. Like, like. I don't know. It's nothing to me. Yeah. So everyone listening out there, fucking take it from us. Just do whatever the fuck you want. They have no bearing on what you do. Welcome to the circus, bitch. (laughs) Welcome to the fucking circus. Put your goddamn clown nose on. Oh my god. Uh, I'm I'm proud to be a gender clown. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) My yeah. Um, well, we went on a huge tangent off of that review. Now it happens. It fully happens. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. Uh, we, uh, you can, f- you can find us on Twitter, uh, at ArcusPod. Uh, leaving us reviews around the internet is very helpful. And, uh, I'll go hunting. I'll find them. I'll find them. We'll get you. We'll get you. And, oh, you can find us on Patreon. Our Patreon is, 
uh, a wonderful place to support us financially. Uh, we uh, all absolutely could uh, could use the financial assistance uh, if you are in a comfortable situation to be able to do do so. Uh, the Patreon is a joint Patreon between all three of my podcasts, uh, Artificial Ghost Radio, Deck of Friendship, and Enchanting Aspects, uh, and the money is split five ways equally. Uh, and uh, you can get like early episodes on there before they go out to the regular feed. You can get access to our sticker club, which is a... Uh, a place where you can vote on and then we will like have printed sticker designs that we like make uh, for our shows. Uh, we'll, you know, we're at our first month of this Patreon and it's already been going really well. And uh, we really, really appreciate all of the support so far. It has really been amazing. Uh, and I mean, fuck, we'll probably, we'll probably launch the, uh, the we'll sort of start doing sticker club stuff starting, uh, starting in January, I imagine. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, uh, patreon.com slash art deck aspects is the link. You can also search for artificial aspects of friendship in the Patreon search bar and you will find it. Uh, the link is always in the description. Uh, and yeah, we really appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening. Oh, Miles. Jupiter. I nearly forgot to give you a challenge. Oh, you better fucking not. I I better not. I absolutely I absolutely better not. All right. Well, Miles, mm-hmm. are you ready for your theme? Yeah. For next week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. I want you for the first song of 2021. I want you to find me a song that just barely counts as music. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Ooh, uh, hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm this is like I'm I wanna start the year esoteric as hell, weird as hell. Get me a song that is by a technicality music. Hmm. Alright. And and you get to decide where that line is drawn, by the way. Hmm. And what a line it is. What a line. My god. At what point is it just sounds? Who knows? Yeah, just mouth sounds. At what po- at what point is it? not sounds oh shit i think i just came up with oh i'm so glad all right thank you so much everyone for listening to artificial ghost radio and we will see you when we see you dashing through the bush in a rusty holden ute kicking up the dust guessing in the boot kelpie by my side singing christmas <laughs> songs it's summertime and i am in my singlet shorter than thongs oh jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way christmas in australia on a scorching summer's day hey jingle bells jingle bells christmas Stop time it. is beautiful. oh what fun is to ride a rusty holden ute Stop the podcast immediately. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>